Welcome to Level 4 XP, an eclectic collaboration podcast for the modern nerd. If you like what you hear, please like and follow and check out our link tree. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us here. Let me introduce who I'm here with. Irish guy, aka Mike. This is Doc. Z-Mania. And I'm Game Boy, and today I want to dookie all over Rotten Tomatoes. And that's just about the crutch of it. Uh, I disagreed with something that I read over the weekend, and I'm going to tell you why I disagree with it. So let's, uh, let's get right into it, gentlemen. Has anybody seen the new Jurassic World movie? No, I have yet to see it. The plan was to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I I want to see it because uh, I am kind of completious. I do like kind of the the remakes to them mm-hmm. or, you know, this this set of them. I did not care for the other ones. Uh, these ones actually, I think, are done a little bit better than the the, other, the original two, three and four. I don't remember. So you would you would say that the worlds what what the difference is the original trilogy is known as parks the new trilogy known as worlds you would say the worlds are better yeah I, I like the worlds better okay Zach yeah I I'd probably lean towards the worlds as well and then then Mike um I'd also lean towards the worlds um I mean I'm not a huge fan of Jurassic Park in general I'm sorry um. But, yeah, out of those, I would prefer Worlds over the originals, I think. Don't apologize for sharing your correct opinion, okay? <laughs> so what I'm kind of waving in front of you guys right now is pretty much the tomato meter reviews for the Jurassic Park movies, including Jurassic World Dominion, which has been out. There, Each one seems to have a steady decline from the first in its trilogy, the highest one obviously being the original. And most people, including critics, would would pretty much say that Jurassic Park the first one you can that's like you can't recapture the magic of that movie you know for the time the C, the new CG as opposed to stop motion and what they were going to do with it etc cetera, etc cetera. you just re- can't recapture the magic um and right now what i don't agree with is rotten tomato saying that Jurassic World Dominion the most recent one to come out is at a very low 30%, which is actually the lowest of all the movies. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. However, um, I did want to use this time to not talk, not only talk about our favorites, or at least you guys, but our least favorite movies and whether or not we agree with Rotten Tomatoes because I think Rotten Tomatoes needs to die. <laughs> so pretty much I went ahead this weekend. I went and I saw the movie with my mom. I, as much as my theater as well, was very excited I'm not going to say blown away, but we were very excited and happy with what was created as far as the Jurassic World movies were concerned. Uh, this particular movie was concerned. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of moments in the movie where my where there was sporadic applause for certain scenes in the movie. And at the end, my, my particular audience in theater erupted into applause once the movie was over. We didn't, they were applauding that it was over. Yeah. <laughs> So I, uh, I went ahead and looked at all the critic reviews, and for what I can see as no good reason, um, and I did read a, a hot majority of them, they're kind of dookying all over it. I did pull three... So, so hold on. So this is the critics that are dookying over it versus like the audience? The audience score is 80%. Okay. The audience loves it. So one particular review I got from consequence.net 
was uh, done by a person by the name of Liz Shannon Miller. There was actually a quote that she had in here that I wanted to talk about. So what she says is, verdict, honestly, it's probably a bad sign that all that all of the players are in this film. The dinosaurs are probably the ones most what the ones one mo- roots for the most. They didn't ask to be revived in this confusing new era filled with cars and pollution and ridiculous celebrity lawsuits. They're dinosaurs. They're innocent in all this. Meanwhile, it's a bummer to admit, but each with each subsequent Jurassic film, the thematic elements that made the original so compelling feel more and more muted. But while Fallen Kingdom on a story level was grim and cynical exercise dominion does benefit from the spark of the original park trio. If only because those three are pros at delivering perfect light button on a tense action scene. And what she's pretty much saying there is there's a lot of downtime with the movie in general. There isn't a whole lot of moments where people can like, there isn't a whole lot of suspense or thrill as the original three would have it, even though rotten tomatoes would say that, the second and third sequentially in parks are rated more poorly than the next. Uh, I'm trying to think because even for the most, I mean, because I haven't seen the other, one, uh, the new one yet. Mm. The other ones did have a little bit, especially the um, the last one that just came out. It did. It it was. It felt a little bit more action packed. You know, there there wasn't as much downtime. And then, like, when you're building up, when you're trying to build up a plot story like that, I can see why the first, I know why the first one did so well. Because it, it's, everybody loves dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that thought process and everything. And the parks were just, oh, you know, we know this was going on. Well, all right, let's just go view what happened at each of these other ones. Versus this other one states that, no, the government, you know, we commercialized this, mm-hmm. you know, and that's pretty much where we're at right now in a society wise. We get something and it's like, hey, let's commercialize this. You know, that's like right now with the new Diablo. Uh, a lot of people are, are really upset because even though Blizzard's saying that it's not behind a paywall to where you can't buy levels and everything, but you have to buy power ups to do certain levels or do certain things to where it's still kind of behind a, a paywall. It's not free to play. And a lot of people are upset about that. And that, and that's kind of where I like the, the remake, the world, the first worlds was because it was like, yeah, this is what people, if I wanted to make cuddly dinosaurs, like the, the doctor said at the end, we wouldn't have attractions. If I made them actually look like what they look like, you know, people want to be scared. People want to, you know, that pizzazz pretty much newest and greatest. Yeah. And I think that's what, cause I, the, on top of reading critic reviews, that was the other thing I read was a lot of people who saw the movie in their comments and you could pretty much see exactly where the difference is in a hardcore fan versus I just wanted to see this movie. Yeah. A hardcore fan can appreciate Jurassic park for what it's trying to be. And especially Mm -hmm. it's art Jurassic park one. What did you have? You had an old man, an eccentric billionaire who wanted to create something new. Dinosaurs, bring them back to life, create a theme park. That didn't pan out, so he dumped the idea. Well, unfortunately, he wanted to know why these dinosaurs are still living, even though he 
put in a protocol to uh, kill off these dinosaurs after a certain time. So that's why mm-hmm. the second movie happened. Well, first off, he had to go save his girlfriend, but at the same time, he wanted to figure out why these dinosaurs are still living and people are trying to bring them back to the mainland. That got fucked up. So then you have the third movie where they've quarantined off the island. No one's supposed to know that it's there. And then that's why the third movie happens. I'm not a, too big of a fan of a third movie. I feel like it could have been a little bit longer. Yeah. Then the whole reason Jurassic World two, Jurassic World happens. Well, hold on. We have technology. We have... Well, technology was a big thing in Jurassic World. And you can keep track of the dinosaurs. We could do all this stuff. You can actually make it a theme park, and it was successful. Well, then it went to shit just like the first one, and the next thing you know, they tried to shut it down. During that movie, the person who ran the park could see, turned kind of, like I say, environmentalist, but she grew a heart. Yeah. And that's why the second movie happens. I'm trying to save all these dinosaurs because, Mike, as you know, I know, working at a shelter. Yeah. If there's one thing people can be gung-ho about, it's animals. Yeah. Yeah. And... That's why the second movie happened. Trying to save all these animals. But, of course, like Ronnie said, you have a government. What does government always like to do when they find something that they can use to better further Let's benefit? weaponize it. Let's weaponize it. And I think that's what people... Everyone was like... Every, about Jurassic World, that was the dumbest part of the plot. Oh, you want to take raptors and make them weapons and fight and work? Like, yeah. We, yeah. Fucking did that with dogs. Are you kidding yeah. me? That yeah. is not such a far-reaching thing. They I mean, train rats to check for landmines in certain countries. I can't dolphins remember the name of to them. check for um, sea mines for sea mines. Yeah. We have all these these um, projects that the government has done with animals, especially during wartime. Before you know, um, that's a cute animal. You think we could strap a bomb to it and tell it to run I mean, in a certain direction? Even even <laughs> like, still to this day, pigeons are still used. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because of, you know, to get information. Throughout the existence of man, and the first time someone threw a piece of meat to a dog and it went up and licked, or a wolf and licked its hand, perhaps even longer, we've been training animals to do things for slash with us. Yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, we didn't want people, we didn't want these dinosaurs to die. We tried to bring them to the mainland. They got sold because that's what we do as a society. We sell shit for weapons and profits. Money, money, money. Well, these dinosaurs got out the mainland. The whole reason Dominion happens is to bring these animals back to an area where they're controlled and confined. And that's why the third movie happens. But corporation's going to corporate. And that's why Biosyn is a thing. Yeah. Next review that I found kind of... The issue I have with Jurassic Park Dominion is not so much the movie itself, it's what preceded the movie. And what I mean by that is there was a lot, there were a lot of kids there, which means there were a lot of previews to minions and marketing towards the minions and their food mm, connection yeah. with Carlos Jr. and all that. And that, that was really rough. There was a lot of kid-related and PG-related films that were trailered before that. Other people had different issues with it. Ageofthegeek.org. This review was done by someone named Jenna J. Manji. Jurassic World Dominion. Great dinosaurs. Dubious on diversity. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but Jurassic Park as a film, in a film franchise, the focus wasn't necessarily on diversity. And what I mean by this was, this isn't Miss Marvel. This isn't Shang-Chi. This isn't a movie where the cast being diverse or being respectable to the origin is the focal point. Jurassic Park is about dinosaurs and evil corporations. Yeah. yeah. There isn't really, in my opinion, an area where diversity would make sense here. 
or where it's significant in the sense that it needs to be portrayed in a way that like sends the message, hey, this is the world or this is the way it should be. Something like that. Yeah. To be general. About well, it. even then, it, like, because if, if I'm going off a of diversity of like an animal point of view, like all these animals are been created. So there's, yeah, they have quote unquote evolved to where they've been given where they can give birth, but you're not going to have, you know, oh, there's the seven different breeds of Stegosaurus versus, you know, or, you know, one's going to, because I know there's one in the trailer where they're the Flossoraptor, or not the Flossoraptor, but one of the, the Dinium Raptor or something like that, the one with the feathers. Oh, Pyroraptor. Uh, yeah. You know, that was an actual, that's more geared towards what a raptor actually it looks like, you know, versus which I saw that. And I was like, ooh, I love that because that is what a true raptor looks like, not what we're getting with blue mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know. And there's even speculation that they, the reason why they had the wings and the big claws wasn't to hunt, but to actually, uh, they would glide between trees. And the hooks were actually so they can uh, catch on the tree and and stay there. So when I say diversity here, I mean more less dinosaur, more people. That's what I thought you meant. Okay, like when you that, when you start going that's dinosaurs, I, mean. I was like, yeah. oh, did I did I miss it? <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I said from a dinosaur point of view, yes, I I can see why they can't do that. But from a person point of view, I actually love that they got a majority of the act, actors and actresses back. To kind of hopefully wrap the movie up. Yeah. So they did. But this particular review is more so why haven't we focused more on the diversity, the more diverse characters? There is a character in the movie. um, Fuck, I always forget his name. Um, Actually, let me, I'm going to look it up real quick (laughs) because I want to make sure I get his name right. So while you're doing that, just to, so because it, it's been a while since I've seen any of them, mm-hmm. it's I'm I'm assuming it's a majority white people cast, right? Correct. It's because the reason it's not very diverse is because white people do a lot of stupid shit like this. Just true. Die. So Justice Smith, he plays a character <laughs> named Franklin Webb in the movie. His role is not they. The reason his role isn't more pronounced in the film is because his character and the uh, other character, Danielle, who plays Zia, they both elect early on in the movie, we're done with this. I, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. And he goes on to actually have more of an importance that drives the plot of Dominion you know, further. There's also DeWanda Weiss, who plays Kayla Watts. She's a very strong character in that movie. Um, so you're saying names I have no idea of these faces. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And then... Um, I'm going to butcher his name, Mamudu Athi, who plays Ramsey. He's actually central in taking down the corporation in that movie. Long story short, what the review was trying to focus on is not so much the characters that are already in the movie that are diverse, more so the diverse characters that were in the past and previous Jurassic Parks that are no longer in the movie and why we're just forgetting about them now. Samuel Jackson's character. Um, oh, damn that ARB. Ray Arnold. 
the review, there's uh, somewhere in the review, it says, why haven't we focused on the story of Ray Arnold's family suing Jurassic Park for money to figure out what happened with that family? Who's really wants to see a movie about someone suing somebody? The other part is why aren't we why aren't we yeah. bringing back uh, Miguel Sandoval? That was the guy who showed off the mosquito in amber way early on in the first Jurassic Park. Why aren't we figure out what why why aren't we doing something with him to figure out where he what what's what he's been doing in twenty twenty two. I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but did he have any other part in nope. the movie whatsoever? Nope. I think that would be a good indicator as to why we're not keeping up with the guy who kind of just showed something and walked away, basically. What about Martin Ferrero, the guy, the lawyer, who got eaten by the T-Rex? Why haven't we expanded on his character in this film? Because he's, he's dead. he's <laughs> dead. Are we uh, supposed to like look at oh the garden God. or the weeds that came out of the dung uh, pile that was him and his... This, like, what? This is my problem with fucking critics nowadays, man. They look. Is this a critic or is this just a... This is a critic. It's a critic. It's a critic review that you can find on Jurassic World Dominion's review sites for Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And and I wish there was more to it, but unfortunately, a lot of this person's particular review, as I read through it, is so much... Why are we focusing on so much of these white characters as opposed to this diverse cast that we had in these other movies, not even realizing... They had important roles, but unfortunately, they either died or they're no longer central to what the story of Jurassic World is trying to tell. Well, sometimes if you've come to a point and you're you're gung ho about it, you kind of start reaching for things that feel like relevance, even though a lot of those weren't like people who died or people who had very little to no involvement. It would be an interesting touch, I grant you, but by but that's about the best you could get out of it unless you're just really going to like overreach stories for the sake of uh well diversity in this context yeah it, i mean because it's like samuel's character you think after the shit he just fucking dealt with he's really gonna want to deal with this again yeah no no he'd nope the hell out yeah like even even uh what's his name the who's the the asian um dr Wu. dr Wu. Like, even then, he, he's like, I guarantee you, he's getting paid bank. Oh, he's yeah. a top researcher now, which before we saw him as probably, what, like a mid, you know, he wasn't really up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a team lead. Yeah. And now he's a top researcher doing all this stuff. He's running this fucking program because the doctor, you know, the billionaire or trillionaire, whatever he was, was like, hey, look, you're one of the few people that survived. You have a brilliant mind. I'm going to pay you a blank check pretty much to redo this. And you have full run. You know, of course, he's going to be like, and then we come to find out that he's actually been contracted with the government. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, now he's getting paid by this dude plus the government. You know, it. so that does have somewhat of a story. That does have, but you kind of see that, you know, versus... You know, Samuel was a was a computer nerd, which is what what's his name, um, Dennis Nedry. Yeah, he he. That's essentially that's that character. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that character to unlock all this stuff. So why are you going to have two people of the same role, quote unquote, there? You know, because I mean, every time I see Samuel, I'm fucking done with this shit. Fuck this. You know. I, 
I'm not dealing. I'm not gonna put myself in harm's way to fucking deal with dinosaurs again. I almost got killed fucking the last time. He got fucked up, you know. So of course he's out. And like we like, what was it? You most white people are the one that that keep on fucking doing stupid shit. This seems like a great <laughs> idea, despite everybody telling me no. Not. Right? Yeah. So point I'm trying to illustrate. I don't think Jurassic World Dominion need, deserves a 30% of Rotten Tomato. I'd rate it somewhere between 70 to 85%, and that's just me. Mm-hmm. And those are, those are the reviews I read and why I disagree with them. Now, I know you're wondering why I brought you here today. I'd like to hear from you guys. Your uh, favorite movie, and whether or not you agree with the reviews or its score, which should it be higher or lower, and your least and the worst movie you've ever seen, and it's review. And I want to know, hear from you guys whether or not you agree or disagree with those. Carry the conversation. I only wanted to occupy about 15 minutes, and I think I did pretty good on that. So now it's your guys' turn to talk. I've talked enough. I will ask my questions as we go forward because this is a conversation I want to engage in because Rotten Tomatoes needs to die. <laughs> Actually, most critics are kind of at that point now. Like, I just feel a lot of the critics, like, I... D- even before the age of the internet and you would watch a movie and you would read it in the newspaper. Critics say this, critics say that like I stopped. I um, like, we'd see the showings and stuff like that. And this, this is me being young and I, I stopped listening to, to those critics and stuff like that because there are some movies from being younger to where I liked. And a lot of the critics were like, Oh, it's this or that. And, just like eh. it's the whole reason we have cult classics now yeah because there's sometimes that where they fail in the box office and but you know the following after that actually really picks up so do you guys have anything or yeah um yeah i want to start with you because you talk (laughs) the least (laughs) so my why did it scroll up okay so my first movie um what's either favorite and least favorite so, your most favorite movie and the movie, well, the worst movie he, you've... He, he has a couple. Let him talk. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I, I, so my, I had a couple favorite movies. Okay. Um, I went with the one that I disagree with the critics on. Okay. Uh, critics gave it a 28%. Uh, this is a movie that uh, Doc and his wife actually introduced me to. Ooh, which one? Try to remember now. This I've watched right so many movies. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Boondock Saints. Okay. No, that was actually uh, Wolf that introduced us to that. You no, it was you and your wife that introduced me. And I'm telling you, because Wolf he introduced it. you to it, and then you guys introduced me to it. I don't remember. I think no, no. I think who introduced us to it was uh, Jordan. That might be who introduced, but it was you. Yeah, was, I, I, yeah. Because I, I, I remember it was. When when the two of you were in your tiny little one bedroom apartment before yeah. we became roommates, yeah. So then that would have been yeah. So that would have been uh, probably Jordan that actually introduced us. To All that, right. Well, so. but you were the one that you guys were yeah, the ones yeah. that personally introduced me. Um, Going back, <laughs> so it has an audience score of ninety one percent and a tomato meter score of twenty eight percent. Okay, uh, came out in ninety nine. Let's pull up this website. <laughs> we do not condone acts of violence. <laughs> um, from what I remember, I have um, it didn't do very well in theaters or anything. 
because it came out right around yeah. when Columbine happened. Mm. Um, and if you've seen the movie, it's a lot of gun violence. So right. everybody's like... Too soon. Yeah. Um, and it is one of my favorite movies. That's what this poster is right here. Um, or it's not really a poster. It's a picture, but it's Boondock Saints poster. I just need to get it hang up, hung up now. So let me ask you a question. Yes. And I'm going to ask questions to each one of you individually, different ways. But for, for Mike, in your opinion, and the, I know it sounds like a pretty obvious answer, but let's just think of the time that we currently live in and the time that it could have been had circumstances not originated. If Columbine and school shootings didn't happen, do you think this movie would have fared better with critics? I think so. Um, but I think it was... Because I, I went and looked at the 20... Because so it has 29... Reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them, well, the the most two recent ones were in April and September. They and it got a not Rotten Tomato score. Um, looks like some of the ones that were when it early two thousands are kind of mixed. Um, some of, not of them don't even have reviews actually written. It just had like two out of five. Right. Uh, one out of five, two out of five kind of things. Um, but I think if there weren't school shootings and stuff like that when it first came out, I think it would have fared better. I mean, the it's kind of a cult classic mm-hmm. now. Um, but I think it would have. I think it would have done just fine in theaters had that not just happened around when it came out. Um, but that just kind of. Killed it where it stood. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is what is it about that movie that you think makes it deserve a certified rotten score? The the rotten score? I don't think it deserves a rotten score. No, a certified or good, fresh or whatever. Certified fresh. fresh. <laughs> I was like, certified rotten? That's <laughs> saying it's bad. Um, I, to me, I just... Like it. I mean, there's some parts that in it that are really cheesy um, or like bad acting. Um, like there's a couple scenes like um, the movie came out in 99. So it's, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene in uh, in the hotel. Um, there's a hotel in that movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they they put the pennies on the eyes. And there's one guy that clearly blinks because the penny moves after they put it on his. <laughs> um, and like, there's just things like that that I like. But I just, it's I like the action to it. Um, What's its current score, and what score would you actually give it? The current score? You mean the audience score? No, the for Rotten Tomatoes. We already know the uh, audience loves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so it has a 28 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What would you give it? I would say probably like a. An 80. Okay. Give or take five. Um, but yeah, that that is my one favorite movie. The other one is Die Hard. Um, <laughs> the best Christmas movie ever. <laughs> um, I have to look that up, but because so, um, but it that one had a high score. Um, I, I want to say it was very. I want to say it was like in the 90s. Um, for the tomato meter? Tomato, tomato meter, yeah. Okay. Like Die Hard with the Vengeance, the third. The third one is at 59, which is rotten. 
so it's at 94%. So um, 94% both audience and tomato meter score. Okay. And you would agree with that? Yeah. And then much like Jurassic World, you know, Die Hard has subsequent sequels that just seem to continue every year and every other year. Do you, you think... Only th- Die Hard 7, just die already. There's like six. <laughs> there's Die Hard, Die Hard 2, which is at 69% giggity. Uh, oh, die Hard yeah. with the Vengeance, which is at 59. And there's like two or three more uh, Die Hards. There count. is Live Free and Die Hard, which is 82%. And then there's A Good Day to Die, which is at 15%, which I kind of have to agree with. Die Harder. So much like Jurassic Park and Worlds... The first trilogy, Jurassic Park, 94%, and then they got subsequently lower scores from there. Jurassic World was 80% and subsequently lower scores from there. Much like Jurassic World, the Jurassic Park movies, Die Hard has seemingly the same. Really good opening, and then the next two seeming lower scores. They revamped the series, high score, and then subsequently lower scores. Do you agree with the scoring system there, or... Um, I think the, the original being the best, I guess, is my question. Yeah, the original is the best. Um, I think Die Hard with the Vengeance should be higher than what it is. Because um, that one, I th- I think I would give I would switch the scores with Die Hard Two and Die Hard with the Vengeance. Uh, so switch the fifty nine and sixty nine giggity. Um. Yeah, I think I just switched those two, because the the good day to die hard. I, I watched it once, and from what I remember, it was absolutely terrible. Um, I don't remember the plot line for it, but live free to die hard was fucking amazing. Uh, the w- live free die hard is the one with Justin Long. Uh, the the fire sale on DC. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about the the latest one, the latest one that came out in- with Jack so, Courtney. Yeah, so that's the one with his son, where uh, his son's on a mission in Russia, and he ends up going. I've I've seen it once. I don't. I wasn't. I'd have to go back. I've seen and them all. So <laughs> I, have I. I I know every story story plot line. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that is my other good one. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. What? This movie was awesome. All right, hang on. I got to find it. Okay. The the worst movie I've ever seen, and I absolutely disguise, not disguise, despise this movie. Uh, this is the movie that made me hate Jack Black. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. I know where he's going. Where am I yeah. going? Yeah, I already know. Um, Gulliver's Travel. Movie? Huh? Uh, it's either School of Rock or Gulliver's Travel. No. What's wrong with School of Rock? No, <laughs> it's it's um it's the one where he uh, it, it would it would be good for uh, for work for you and I. It it's the one where he sees uh Shallow How? Yeah, Shallow How. No. Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> it's Envy. <laughs> it has a tomato meter score of 8. Envy. Envy. Jack Black and Ben Steeler uh so it was a movie where I didn't see that one. Then I do not you envy don't that score. Want, you don't want to see it. It's absolutely terrible. I've so, only seen a little bit of his movies. So it is a movie where um, either him or Ben Stiller, I don't remember. They create a spray that you just spray on dog poop and it disappears. 
You don't have to clean oh, it up. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Um, yeah, I have seen that one. And then there's a whole mystery of where does the poop go once you spray <laughs> yeah. it? Is that the basis of the whole movie? Yeah. I forgot about that. I, I hate to ask this question, but to further the conversation, do you agree with the score? Uh, I think it's too high. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. The audience gave it a 20, uh, 27%. Oh, I blocked what, that okay. my memory. What is, what is the most compelling part about that movie? Like, if you had to give it a positive feedback, what it did right. It ended. <laughs> I, I get that other than ending other than the credits rolling uh fading oh, to man. black for the credits to start i i watched the movie once okay when okay. it it was it was came out in high school i saw it at the drive-ins with i think it was with my girlfriend at the time so you've never you've never seen another jack black movie i've seen other jack black movies like I, but i for because of that, I did not watch anything Jack Black was in until he came on Community. I think, um, because I I didn't watch School of Rock until way later. Oh, I, I don't know movie. if that came out. Before. Yeah, school that came out. Um, love that movie. I didn't watch uh, other. Um, I, I I love him in and not Jurassic Park and Jumanji. <laughs> okay, like those. He's great in that, but. Um, like I, I would, sure would a more accurate statement be you don't hate Jack Black, you just have a bad he, he has it, a bad reputation have, via this movie. You needed some time. It turned it, it <laughs> like that was we my that was my first interaction <laughs> seeing Jack Black in anything because I think it was pretty damn early in his career. See, that's also for like for me where there's certain things like I despise Melissa McCarthy. I don't get why people think she's so funny. She is not funny. And, and I could say this because Amy Schumer, (laughs) because I used to watch Gilmore girls and she was in Gilmore girls. She was probably one of the worst supporting actors, actresses in there. I, I, no, yeah, I had sisters. I I watched it too. Yeah, I didn't. I still watched it. (laughs) All right, Mike, you good? Yeah. I I watched it for the, for, uh, the daughter (laughs) who would like to go next Zach or doc. You Rochambeau, don't jump at once. Go go ahead, Zach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start anywhere you want. So for favorite movies, I, I chose a total of well, two and two, so four total. That's fair. Um my list overachiever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking on here. I'm just like, my list is growing. Oh, that first movie. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. the first one I chose, uh it's a movie called Stardust from two thousand seven. Oh, I love that it's movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's, it's basically a kid's movie, but not. Like, it It still holds that fairy book uh, kind of mm-hmm. fantasy stuff. Uh, it's basically about a boy who grew up in a small town, uh, at the town at the, uh, at the next to the wall. And you're not allowed to cross the wall because there's bad things over there. You don't cross the wall. But he ends up crossing the wall, <laughs> and uh, an Spoiler. amazing adventure awaits him in a fairy tale esque uh, world. And uh, it's just, I, it's a movie I always enjoyed since the very first time I went to my grandparents' house up in the mountains, and uh, they had the DVD of it for some reason. And every time I went up, I'd always watch it a couple times. It's just something I just always enjoyed. I don't really know why I liked it that much. 
I just did. It just hit all the right boxes. The um, it it yeah. really does. It's it's kind of that whimsical fairy tale type thing, and it's kind of. I guess it, it's also from the guy's point of view of like he goes on a you know most the princess goes on a trip mm-hmm. she finds her true love type thing, and it's it's from kind of a guy's point of view and him just coming to realize of being like this no name person to becoming somebody that's an really important his path to manhood if you yeah yeah it it is i think it's really good especially with uh oh gosh what's his name um the captain robert de niro yeah robert de niro's in there uh he plays the perfect fairy michelle pfeiffer yes. she's also in it she's yeah. uh, one of she's the main antagonist uh but you learned that fairly quickly. Yeah, and I think what the last time that they did a movie together was back in, oh gosh, what was the? Don't one ask the, me. One of the gangster movies. I it's, think it it's was. been a, quite a bit of time. Yeah. So, what was the uh, tomato meter score on that movie, and do you agree with it? So, I'll give the audience score first. Eighty-six percent. The tomato meter, see, certified fresh at seventy-seven. I do not agree with the seventy-seven. I think the. That an eighty-five would be a low-ball score for this movie. It had a great cast. Yes, it had a great story. The only thing I could, if I really tried to, from an outside perspective, is the whole idea about like it's from a man's perspective, as it was so uh, eloquently put. So it might not capture the uh, the attention or quite have the same charm for some someone of a different gender with a different perspective. Um, but personally, I think it deserved at least an 85 bare minimum. And that's being uh, negatively generous, like being conservative well, on this. Well, even then, so we're going off a of tomato score too. Mm-hmm. And their critics, I think, gave it a little bit better. But I even think when it first came out, the critics on it, uh, you know, the non-paid critics for yeah. it, uh, like I said, it was, it, it was Everything in like the papers and and other websites said it it wasn't really that good, I believe. Largely underrated. Yeah, because I I know this is one of those movies too that became a cult classic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, I really liked it. Is the synopsis to this? Any questions? No, your next movie. Okay, just checking. <laughs> the other one that I really liked. This one I ironically also saw at my grandparents' house when I was visiting. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, 2004 with Jim Carrey. Oh, that sounds familiar. It does. One of the ones I wanted to see, but I I, kind of remember the plot line a little bit about it. It was one of the ones I wanted to see, but I think for him, it's it's always hard for me to watch some of his other... Yeah, this wasn't a comedy. Yeah. Despite Jim Carrey being the main protagonist, the, the male lead... Of this movie, um, it was not a comedy by any stretch. There was, you know, jokes in it here and there, but it was more situational in between people in a conversation. It wasn't comedy for the sake of comedy or anything like that. Basically, he meets a girl who is played by Kate Winslet, if I remember correctly, um, and they start di- dating for a while. Things end up not working out in the end, so she leaves him which leaves him distraught. And uh, one day he runs into her on the street and she just has no idea who the hell this guy is. Like, 
who are you? Uh, can you leave me alone? I, I don't know who you are. And it just, he, he has no idea why this is until he finds out that there's this new like procedure where they, they scan your brain for something that you don't want to remember, like a relationship that was causing you deep emotional pain. And they track your brain patterns uh, using some sort of helmet or whatever, some like an MRI or whatever. Uh, and so after doing a few weeks or a month or whatever of scanning, they create a map of all the spots in your brain that memories of this person or this thing exist and one night they'll go into your house with your permission of course you'll give them some <laughs> keys you'll i think he took some medicine to put him out and make sure he was like out uh and he doesn't wake up in the middle of the procedure and so the the, the lab technicians or whatever will go in and they'll run the program or whatever they'll snap or they'll cut all of that out of your memory so he decides to go through with it and um as he's as it's happening, as he's finally unconscious, can't wake up, and he's going—he's living through all the memories as they go through and cut them because they have to stimulate them or whatever. So he basically is going through all of the best uh, and worst times in their relationship, or at least the best. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. And uh, he decides he wants to keep the memories. This is an old movie, so I'm just going to go all the way through it. Uh, you, you've, you've had, uh, like, what, 18 years to watch this? So, anywho, uh, yeah, it goes through. Yeah, it's really old. <laughs> and uh, in the end, uh, he, well, he doesn't succeed, and uh, they he forgets who she is. Life kind of goes on, and he's, his depression's finally getting better because, you know, he doesn't remember the woman who he loved so much. Mm. And uh, then there's a little twist at the end which I, I will leave that for those who wish to actually go check it out. Um, and it's just a great movie. I love it. The tomato or the the audience score is 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. We don't care about the audience score. The right tomato now. meter is certified fresh at 92%. And I think those are appropriate scores. Personally, I'd probably, in my nostalgia, give it a 95 to 100 uh, I haven't watched it in easily over 10 years, but um, that's what I would give it uh, without having rewatched it. Okay. I don't have any questions for you. you you're pretty uh, pretty detailed in your presentation. All right. Then let me move on to my two least favorite movies. One is uh, it's just really annoying. Uh, for what I could think of off the top of my head, um, well, when I was doing this, it's Master of Disguise. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a Master of Disguise. I'm going to be a Master of Disguise. I'm going to be a Master of Disguise. Am I not tall enough for the turtle? Turtle, turtle, turtle. Yeah, right. it's specifically that one. It <laughs> is god awful. My wife, my wife, I'm a kid. Watch that. I'm just like, that's the uh, only line I know from that movie. <laughs> That's from Go the on. I, I can't stand the movie. Uh, you guys basically said it pretty well. Uh, he needs to become a master of disguise. I think to like, what was Does, it? Protect his family or save his family? So, like so the whole story is that uh, his parent, his dad, is a master of disguise, um, and his parent, his dad, gets uh, kidnapped by the villain. He then has the villains then using him to go you know, still, uh, like the constitution and stuff like that. Uh, 
And so now he has to become a master of disguise. And he comes to find out that he has a grandfather. He's, you know, part of the secret organization. And, you know, they go back lineage stuff. And so, but because it's a comedy, he goes it all about it the wrong way, pretty much. As one would expect. Yeah. And because it's, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, Dana Carvey. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's just a, I, cause I don't remember if it was pitched off of one of the TV, sh- one of the sitcoms that he did or something like that to where the movie, but of course this was also during that same time of where a lot of those movies are just horrible. Yeah. Things like <laughs> this I, style was pretty popular at the time. Yeah. I feel like this came off of like an SNL skit or something. Really though? Yeah. That's what I think it was. Cause I think the turtle part is is one of the the things one of the skits so to be fair i think that uh dana carvey did well for what was expected of him i Mm -hmm. i don't think i'm not saying any of the actors did their job badly i i would blame the writers and the producers for why this movie is so trash honestly it's a for kids and stuff it's a fun semi for that era but it it hasn't aged well at all like my wife loves it because it does have some of the some small comedy in it i was eight when it came out yeah and i didn't like it i still don't like it i I see what you mean but i disagree about all children i didn't say all children i said four children or just in general because one of my um my uncles his his grandson would actually watch this over and over again see the funny thing about people is uh people's actually i don't know if you knew this but your tongue print is actually unique like your thumbprint it could basically be another thumbprint if you will Mm -hmm. so that is to say that some people just have trash taste God. It can, it can be unique. that was a long way to get to that point (laughs) what uh what is its tomato meter score? It's funny you should say that because its audience it? score is 35%. Its tomato score, which I do agree with, is 1%. Really? It's trash. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. 1% tomato yeah, meter. It, like you you have a scene in there where it they do the um the Jaws scene where one man goes in and one or you know, the whole like it and then like their whole weapon is a slapping yeah mm. so like he's fighting a dummy and it's like slap your mama slap your mama slap your mama and oh i had gosh, forgotten I, about that until you reminded me thank you so if you had to give this movie <laughs> some semblance of praise for something it did right besides ending rolling the credits or fading to black <laughs> so the credits can roll <laughs> if you have to give this movie some positivity other than doing a good job of the target audience, which had to have been two to four-year-olds, I think <laughs> the fact that they were able to keep a straight face uh, during all of the scenes at least once, when they the, one, the scenes that they kept, was pretty incredible. And uh, they did their acting jobs well for what was expected, or what I believe was expected of them. Um, some movies you can kind of feel like, you know, you can feel that fourth wall break a little bit where it's like, yeah, they shouldn't really be responding that way to this. In, in, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of feel the actor 
inside of the character. But this one, from what I remember watching it only once, what, 2002, so 20 years ago, I don't remember noticing anything like that. So I'll, I'll give him that purely based off memory, and I don't intend to verify <laughs> this. You want, me, you want me to tell you the, the movie? I can tell you the whole movie. I <laughs> no this movie I've seen so many times I can because even recently I, I like refreshed a bunch of stuff it for the most part yeah I can see a lot of people because it does get sort of repetitiveness and it like my wife was rewatching it again with with my kid with my youngest and I was just like man this movie's horrible. Uh, but then I still do catch myself laughing at a few times at some of the jokes and stuff like that. But, but then when I go like, um, I know his voice where he's like, I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a master of disguise. <laughs> I don't want to remember this. <laughs> That's going to be stuck in your head all it day It is now. explicitly because I don't want it to be. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're supposed to drink during these. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's a good maybe point. in our group chat we just send Dana Carvey from Master of Disguise memes. <laughs> so I'm deleting Discord. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We got your phone number. <laughs> you do actually. <laughs> All right, and uh, your next one. And this is the one that I dislike. That I also disagree with Rotten Tomatoes. So you know, you might have noticed, but um. I have one that I basically agree with and then one that I don't agree with. This, oh, man. this is the one I don't agree with. So it, this one actually has a really high rating, which I really honestly don't understand. <laughs> it's a 91% audience score and a 92 tomato meter. But it's honestly, it, it's kind of trash. It's all f- fiction. It's all fake, obviously. Like they, they try too hard to, to make things kind of like action-y and stuff like that when... Really, it doesn't need to be. There's a lot of rudimentary mistakes that happen that people of their education and their position shouldn't be making. It's honestly, like, I don't understand how it got such a high score. I think it's just because people kind of like the idea. Oh, my gosh. Just say the movie already. The movie I'm talking about (laughs) is called Jurassic Park. came out in 1993. It's uh, some some dinosaur movie where like some guy is like, oh hey, I'm gonna get this DNA, and then does the most basic mistake that okay, someone would not have ever <laughs> made off. if they were hired for that position based off their intelligence first or know-how. Off, first off, yeah, stop, stop. Yeah, what, what can I help you with? <laughs> Other than the, the fact that you're po- twisting my dick, <laughs> you can't Literally. be serious. <laughs> What's your, what is your actual? What is Jurassic Park? All right, we're <laughs> gonna gonna hey, hey, I haven't finished my turn. It's why do you a lot of it's pretty contrived and like I think it's more the nostalgia that people are feeding. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't Uh, want to hear the rest of it. No, I don't. Oh well, because you bust him of all. I'm being silenced, and uh, my First Amendment right is being denied to me. But I will. will, You know what? Yes. You know what? You were white, so shut up. (laughs) He's white too. I know. Oh, I guess we kind of just. White you cancel each other out. out. Okay. That makes sense. I'm the you, you can't be serious. You're twisting my dick here. That's not all right. I'll, I'll I'll give up the floor, even though I didn't finish. But you're like whatever. <laughs> if you're dead serious that this is your other selection, dinosaurs suck, man. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ronnie, your turn. <laughs> I will say. No, you're done. No, no, no. no I, I will say one thing, though. I'm not saying it's how I feel, but it was my selection. I'm not saying that's how I felt, but I am saying that that was my selection, which I will show you. My little sheet. I'll show you my little sheet right here. See that? See that right there? Right there? Jurassic Park. Fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. <sighs> Surprised you kept a straight face that long. <laughs> It wasn't easy. It was because you weren't looking at him because he was staring. You down ah! He was staring you down that whole time. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't feel it. I couldn't see it. Couldn't like he it. had the he had the glasses at the tip of the nose, looking at you over the top of him. That, that actually kind of hurt my knee. <laughs> That's a strong hand. Maybe, did you have a, Did you have a feeling it was going to be Jurassic Park? No, I was kind of waiting for him to get to the fucking point. <laughs> I was trying to be like I was trying not to use words he used, but I was like, yeah, no, there was a lot of action. Yeah, <laughs> so contrived. Sorry, please continue. Oh no. Uh, for my first one, I love this movie. This is probably one of I think the better uh, movie adaptations of a comic book, and I know we've mentioned this before. Uh, Dread. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The new one, right? Yeah, the new one. Not not Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. I am the law. Is that your second favorite? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, it w- that one actually wasn't that bad, but I still. Uh, Man, I can't breathe in here. Let me take off this mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rotten Tomato gave it a uh, 79%. But I know that this actually did horrible in the theaters. And this mm. is a movie that actually is a cult classic. Like Morbius will be? <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> to, David to, loves me right now. <laughs> to the point to where there's a petition that was signed to get them to do a, another sequel to this, uh, which I signed. Uh, you would. I would. This one, I would. I own three copies of it on DVD. <laughs> That's me with Boondock Saints. Just in case, like, one or two break. Me with Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this one I actually own. Because I-, I bought there when it first came out. Then it was, like, the other two were, like, in a bin box. I think I bought one bin box, and then the other one was given to me for, like, a Christmas present or something. <laughs> so I own three copies of it. Um. No, I, I just think it's it is it's one of those good movies that it it plays off that characters and coming from that that nerdism and stuff like that to understand that character. It I think it did it really well. Uh, so they scored it at pretty much seventy eight or seventy nine. I personally think it should be higher, probably between eighty five to to probably ninety five somewhere in between there. Uh, crit. Uh, so that's their meter, and like I said, I know critics like bombed it, like that. There was no because this is also the same time where, uh, oh gosh, what is it? The block came out. I think it was, which was kind of a, a Asian version, uh, or the raid. The raid, yeah. The raid, the raid came out. Well, because there was two of them that mm-hmm. came out. It was the raid, and I think it was like the block or something like that, which kind of was. A same thing and so a lot of people said that because that the raid came out first and 
so they were saying that, oh, well, this is kind of just a rip off of the raid and stuff. And because I think it was, I think it came out like a couple months before this came out. But then it's like certain movies that a lot of people don't understand is that movies are being produced at the same time, you know? So one may come out like three months sooner or maybe, you know, it seems like a year sooner because that's just depending on how they cut it, how they, you know, film it, all that stuff. So, yeah. But, uh, I, I know that was one of the big main things was that it was felt like it was just a same thing over the raid. So that's the reason why it, it failed. Yeah. It's, uh, some movies do get an unfortunate release where either another company is, uh, or another production company releases a video or the movie that is similar like this one or life events happen, like which was uh, mentioned previously that, um, undermine or undercut which, uh, you know, the, the product, so to speak. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well that's like, uh, seeing X-Men, they redid X-Men because uh, the last X-Men, because with the whole Jean Grey scene, it was pretty much almost mimicking what uh, Miss Marvel did. So they had to go in, reshoot a bunch of the stuff, which I think made it even horrible. Was yeah. it the Dark Phoenix, I think it is? Imagine having to like change everything you did originally just because something else came out later that yeah. looks similar, the exact same. Yeah. Like copyright. <laughs> So this next one um, that I really do like, I, I th this is one I've mentioned before, and I wish they would have pushed it to the edge. Uh, so the critics raved it 26, or Rotten Tomato raved it 26. Audience raved it 75. Law-abiding citizen. <laughs> what Look, do you think? That what, movie what? deserved more love than what it got. Yes. Honestly, I, I don't know, like, I think, honestly, I don't see why the critics, like, I didn't even really read any of the reviews, but uh, I just love the idea of it, and just, because we do have people like that, mm -hmm. for, in where they're part of think tanks, where they sit there and try to, you know, think, extinguish someone's life, <laughs> I don't want to say the word. <laughs> unalive, <laughs> unalive. <laughs> to unalive people yes Bring, yes bringing them to their their forefathers <laughs> however you want to say it you know meet their maker <laughs> yeah it, it where they do think about that like where he's like he's one of the ones that would think of how to create a, a tie to where you know because no one can get to him it would be like saddam hussein you know where we couldn't find you know, we couldn't find all these people, but he would be one of those people to sit there and think that. But then come to find out and just how corrupt our government actually is, especially when it comes to the system. Uh, and a failed system at that. Yeah. I mean, even look at what we're dealing with today with a bunch of stuff. You know, we're, I mean, and this was movie was, oh gosh, what was it? 2009. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look at all the stuff we're dealing with right now. It's, so what what would you give it as far as honestly I'd probably give it I kind of like I the 75 would probably be 75 to 80 mark okay. I, I would put it probably up in that range uh, what, if, what? if they pushed it over if they actually went full tilt with it mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably give it a, a probably 
a 90 range. So what was, what was, uh, what was the hurting point for that movie? What do you think hurt having it? What, what, what aspect of the movie hurt it from getting a higher score? Your, was its balls too big? Was it Gerard's butt? Uh, so like one of the critics I'm reading right now, uh, pretty much said it's basically saw with Gerard Butler as jigsaw, which means he's a righteous of body as he is of mind, which understandable, you know, but they're, they're not looking at it from the point of view of like what we would look at it from, you know, because it's look at how much the system has failed a lot of people. We're just finding out, even to this day, there's people that have been sentenced to life in prison or death row, and then now coming to find out with new evidence that it wasn't that person. You know, there was a man in Florida that's pretty much been in prison for 40-something years Mm -hmm. that was just recently released. But it's still, he was released, but he wasn't, he's still like on probation or something like that. Not exonerated. Yeah, not because they're still looking into it. And it's like, but there's been evidence stating that it wasn't him, showing that it wasn't him. But our system still stays, well, you know. It's surprisingly difficult to overturn a life uh, or, you know, uh, a life, let's just call it life, you know, being in prison for life, or they decide your life is going to end in 20 years exactly, you know, stuff like that, uh, to avoid that keyword. Yeah. it's it's really crazy. Like you have to have an overwhelming amount of evidence, uh, based off what I recall when I was looking this up for a, like a paper I was writing four or five years ago. Do you have uh, another movie on your list? Uh, I just got kind of. I know those ones pretty much for. I was kind of looking through the list and stuff like that. Uh, because like for me, I watch a lot of movies, so I really don't pay attention to critic reviews. So I have to kind of like go through lists and see, oh, yeah, that's horrible, you know? Yeah, and when I was coming up with a bad one, I, I couldn't think of anything. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll go through a list of bad ones, and then I'll just see which ones I remember and if I like them or not. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. <laughs> uh, the is, other one was a recent one, uh, 2019. Uh, it it could be a little bit better. Um, what movie is this? It's, well, hold on. Oh, I'm giving you the rating. It's an uh, action-packed one. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so Ron, so Tomato gave it a tomato meter of 36, uh, audience score of 60. Uh, I probably rate the audience score a little bit higher. Uh, it's uh, six underground. It's with uh, why am I fucking spacing his name? Ryan Reynolds. Um, so pretty much what happens is uh, they're fighting. He's a billionaire that kills himself, or kills himself, quotation marks, <laughs> fakes his own death, and he finds a bunch of people that are kind of like-minded to him to mm-hmm. where they, they work outside of the government, pretty much. So, you know, vigilante type. And it, and it's kind of like a comedy type thing, and but a little bit action-packed. I thought it was good. I actually watched it. I watched it the first when it first came out. I think I watched it again that next day. And then occasionally I watch it again. So I've probably seen it probably about six to seven times already. So I, I think, um, so it is a Michael Bay film. So that is kind of 
why I think maybe a lot of people, because you know how Michael Bay films are. Look at Transformers. He fucked them up. <laughs> <laughs> but most it, people would say the first three Transformers or the Shia LaBeouf trilogy are the best ones. Uh, honestly, no. I don't. I like the first one. The two after that, I just felt like, like I said, my problem with it is like, oh, this is, no, this is actually the first encounter. No, this is the first encounter. No, this is the first encounter of, and then it, like the Back last. Back in the old days where there yeah. was nothing but ice. <laughs> and, and then with this latest, with the latest one of them doing of where they were kind of playing off of the newest cartoon that was doing of where Ultron was actually earth and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually kind of like that. I like that of, yeah, they got Mark Wahlberg in it and yeah, they could have probably got somebody else, but some of the, the, the one is I'm trying to remember the nuance of it. So I, I just think they honestly, Anything after one could could just go away, <laughs> sweep just under go. the rug. Yeah, and even Shiloh Buff, I, I, it was okay. Like, I, it could have been way better. Like, I, I think if I could choose some of the stories, because some of them had like really decent stories. You know, some of the, like the oh no, this was the first. I if if you could pick and choose and like cut them, cut certain ones from all the movies together, I think it would actually probably be a, a decent setup. But. For the most part, they're they're all okay. <laughs> all right. I, I also thought of a, another one that was um, one am, that I I am not good. done, sir. Okay, well, you can too you can, damn bad. You can go Get back after to digging me. those holes. Well, I thought you were done because no. you paused. <laughs> no, uh, I say okay. So next, my honor. So the, I'm just going to kind of go through some honorable mentions uh, in time uh, with. Uh, uh, Jason Timberlake, pretty much everybody is. Uh, everybody has a time counter now. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember that one. And it, so Justin Timberlake and Amanda uh, Seyfried. Seyfried, uh, I thought it was really good at that thought process of you know, corporization. You know, it's another one of those movies. If you notice, a lot of those movies critics don't like when it comes to corporization. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> the ones that uh, get paid by uh, the big wigs. somewhere down the yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, so its tomato score was 37 could be higher. I, I thought think. the concept of the movie was pretty good. Yeah. It, yeah. I thought it was something original. Mm -hmm. Want me you to make know. you some coffee? Uh, give me five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audience score was 51. Like I said, I think probably maybe in the 70 range between 60 and 70. The execution be could have been better, but it wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. All, I think all the actors in there did really well. Yeah. Uh, it could have been a little bit better, like I said, but I, for the most part, even the time, the timekeepers, uh, I'm watching what's his name right now. Um, who's the main antagonist? Oh gosh. What's his name? Why am I spacing his name? Uh, curly. Oh gosh. What's his name? Killian Murphy. Yeah. So I'm watching another show with him right now. The, um, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I just started watching. Oh my gosh, I fucking love that show right now. Uh, so yeah, he even him just like in there, just the whole chemistry between all that stuff, and I thought it was done really well. Uh, so that could have been better. Uh, Gods of Egypt 
they they scored it a uh, 15 audience scored it 37 we kind of like it i kind of like it because it kind of gives that ideal of what egyptians actually thought was the world mm-hmm. you know everything came from the river and it was just egypt you know it that's that's all that exists you know and that gods were these beings that came to us and that's kind of if you go off of alien speculation that that's what gods were you know that all these egyptians or if you go off like stargate where they were actually an alien race that came to us that taught us stuff so it it kind of plays on that aspect a little bit i thought it was really good uh one of the funniest movies i can see why it's rated horrible but i still love it for it uh r.i.p.d uh rotten tomato scored at 12 uh jeff daniels just wanted another excuse to play a cowboy (laughs) exactly (laughs) you you see her she's wearing those boots so she hides her knees from me (laughs) or her ankles (laughs) she barely goaded me (laughs) i just i love the premise it's funny i think it could have been a little bit better uh but it is one of those movies that's rated off of a a shooter (laughs) yep you know video game but I think for the most part, they did it really well. They got two actors. They played pretty well off each other. It was funny. So this movie, I love this movie. I've watched it several times. Uh, Dracula Untold. They rated this 25. No, it deserves No, it, what, I think it... Especially considering it was supposed to start your MonsterVerse. Yeah, I. they did it so well to, to kind of bring into that uh we've i know we've talked about this mm-hmm. before it should be way higher i think this should be in the 70s to 80 range even the audience scored at 58 i i think just with the visual graphics just with because i just love that scene of him just going up and then you just see all the bats just the hand just smother you know taking out the the people and then it plays off of actually what happened with vlad you know during that era of you know these kids were taken they were forced to fight for these people you know and so i i thought it i thought it was done really well because it's that thought of you know i'm doing this for my my people for mm. for you know because i'm tired of all this uh waiting oh yes waiting uh they scored it a 30 it's another ryan Reynolds movie it's about pretty much uh being in a restaurant business have you, have you if seen you it? have not seen it oh, oh you need i if i will find get, my copy and I can tell you, having a brother that works in restaurants and the restaurant business, some of it's true. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's hilarious because this is where we get the goat. This is where we get the brain. The brain, the bat wing. The bat wing. If you don't know, you, pretty much. Have you seen it, Zach? I think I saw it. Uh, when did it come out? Uh, 2005. Yeah. I remember the Batwing. Yeah, I remember that. Pretty much, like a, the whole thing oh. is. Oh, hold on, hold on! I want to see okay. what's like. That was when there was like uh, a Batwing in the floor, nope. right? No, nope. nope. okay. Nope. Then I'm thinking okay. so. I'm thinking so the whole thing. So you know the whole joke of where you you do the circle down below and then you hit them. Oh, okay. so okay. the whole joke is you get somebody to stare at your you you get them turned around or something. And they stare at your balls and you do different poses. So you do the goat. Where you take your balls and you you choke them pretty no, much. No, that's the brain. Or that's 
Because then it looks like a brain. Oh, yeah. So then it looks like a brain. And um, there's one that's so horrible because you actually get your balls. I think, is that the goat? I think that's the goat where you get your balls to go between your legs through and they see it through the back. You don't actually see it. (laughs) No, you do. that depends on if you're watching the movie. Or anyway, no, no, you on. gotta see it though. You gotta see it. It's it's a fucking hilarious movie. Yes, because there's uh, one of the chicks in there. Uh, I remember her from uh, Beekman's World. It's probably before you guys, and so she's an actress in there. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's in it too, and so they go through the whole thing. They're like, "Well, why, uh, girls? Why don't you want to play this?" You know, why don't you play? And then, and then she goes, well, this is why. And she oh, lifts up. <laughs> Bush, like, no tomorrow. And they're like, oh, it's so angry. <laughs> that's where that, that, uh, if, that's where that meme comes from, of where, oh, it's so angry. <sighs> it, you have to watch it. It's, it's funny. We're having a movie day. This is uh, hi- these are the historical texts. Yeah, this this is like in our twenties. So actually, no, that no, was that, that was in the eighteens. That was late teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, recent movie, The War of Tomorrow. Uh, Rotten Tomato came out fifty one seventy six. I I thought it was it could have been. Is that the one with Will Smith? No, this is the one with um Chris Pratt, where he recruited for a war. The uh, in the future is on uh, Amazon Prime. All right, so the whole gist is that there's a war in the future. The people from the future come back to recruit people, and uh, then you get you essentially get drafted into the to, into this war, and it's to fight you know a future incoming, which is like uh, 50, 50 to sixty years from that point in time, and they happen so. It, I thought it was pretty good. Different concept of war, time travel, and stuff. I, I'm a big time travel person, like I've mentioned. I thought it could have been better. Uh, transcendent, loved it. Uh, thought process of, you know, where we're at right now. Could have been better. It's at 19 for Rotten Tomato. Uh, this other Johnny Depp I'm just going to get rid of. All right, worst movie. Worst movie. Fucking hate this movie. Why the fuck? Hey, look, let's make a movie like this. Jurassic the emoji park. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey. the emoji movie. This is a safe space. Yeah, they didn't need to make that. I know. I no. Their ruse. Their their ratings is six. It should be a fucking zero. Fucking hate this movie. I. It had nothing to do with texting or emojis whatsoever. Yeah. It. I. Like they got some pretty decent actors in it. Ow. But it's not nice. <laughs> I, I think it. I just there's nothing I could talk about it. It it just really. I think it's one of those real movies that shouldn't have been done. I think that's for the most part. I mean, I can go through more lists of more movies that should be and not be. But go ahead, Mike. Okay, so the movie that I I thought of this. It's one that I watched as a kid. Um, it came out in '93. Um, has a tomato meter score of 8%, audience score of 77. Um, it's called Only the Strong. I don't know if any of you have seen it. Sounds familiar. 
Um, so premise of it is a there's a guy in the military, like special forces kind of thing. He's out of country for military purposes. Comes back years later, and and his of course it's in Florida because Florida man, um, and the the local high school is pretty much overrun with drug dealers and all that. And um, he talks to the, goes to the school, sees like the the drug dealer guy selling drugs on campus, and um, he kind of starts a. I don't know if he starts it on campus or exactly because it's been a long time since I've seen it, but um, he. He does um, capoeira, the you know the dance fighting. Oh yeah, Brazilian uh, dance. Oh fighting. yes, no. Okay, now I remember that. Yeah, that movie actually, I love that movie. What ribbon was he? <laughs> um, Get out of here! Goddamn. But I've seen Bob's Burgers. Basically, he has to fight the the drug dealer guy to get him out of the school, kind of thing. Um, that so that kind of played off of uh, substitute. Let's dance. So because that came out, I think around the same time as substitute. So I think that was kind of the same, you know, premise. I mean, because that's like what we've talked about, where a lot of these movies, you know, they're filmed at the same time and they're released, you know, pretty close. Substitute, I'm showing, came out in like 2007, like unless- right next to each other. <laughs> I swear, substitute came out before. Maybe that's around, around the, the same time. like when you yeah. watched both of them. Yeah, because that's because that's the same premise of like because uh, when was the, uh, only the strong ninety three ninety three right next there was a sub, there was one called the substitute that came out in ninety six. Yeah, see, I knew there was that one because then you have uh, Dangerous Minds with yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Then you have uh, there's another one that came out. Yeah, this this is kind of this is. As, at least as to my knowledge, the one that kind of yeah. set up all those. See, now the substitute then would be kind of the same premise that they saw this one. And since it came out three years later, they just, you know, made a film that's a little bit more whitewashed. Something like that. <laughs> Another movie that should not have been fucking made. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> hey, hey, at, <laughs> you, you know what? That was that was what? Cool. That was, what? That was I, I don't want to say it was a good movie. <laughs> And then, <laughs> what? And then, <laughs> trying to hold back, dude. What's my tattoo say, dude? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet. <laughs> what does mine say, dude? <laughs> what does mine say? Sweet. Oh my gosh, Steph. I actually, I think I've only seen like the end part of that movie because I refuse it's my to car. fucking watch it. <laughs> I've seen it once or twice. It, I just remember the drive-through scene <laughs> where where the lady is like, and then, and then, and, and, then, then, and, then, and then, yeah. All right, so the last movie I mentioned should never have been made. It's a Marvel movie. <gasps> Sacrilege? <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> he already knows I'm going to say it. I didn't know Jurassic <laughs> Park was a Marvel <laughs> 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 You're not going to mention it? No, oh. no. Uh, I don't believe with this Pokemon, the first movie. I don't know, this is like our time. With Oho? I saw that in theaters and my dad. Yeah, 1990. In the theater. <laughs> 1998. 
the tomato score is a 16. I think it's it's better. I mean, even the remake Wait, is... Which, which one was that? Was that with Ho-Ho or... Uh, M- no, with Mewtwo. Oh, Mewtwo. It's okay, the first okay. introduction of Mewtwo. That's where they gave oh, out the, yeah, me- yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Mewtwo yep. card. Yep, I, you I had the Mew card, the Mewtwo card. You had a... Uh, I preferred the one with the unknown. That was, I liked that movie. Yeah, there are a lot of them. I, I'm looking through this. A lot of these movies are... are it's really hit and miss with a lot of movies, you know, like with critics. Oh, it doesn't have this or it doesn't have that. Or it's just like this. What we've talked before about like with remakes and remasters, every, nothing's original anymore. It, you're always going to have something that seems similar to something else. Yeah. Even if it's a totally original idea from the perspective of the writer or the creator, it, it's hard to come up with something that, does that isn't similar to something else that has came about. I mean, human civilization goes back a fair bit, and even with like just more modern day stuff, it it's it's difficult. Yeah. So. All right, I think with that. Yes. So one final question. Yes. Do you guys agree with me? Rotten Tomatoes needs to die. Yes or no? No. I'm going to go no. I I honestly think uh, we're not going to get rid of critics. I mean, we are essentially critics right now. People so, always yeah. want to know yeah. what other people think, so that way they yeah. can base their actions and feelings on that. I mean, I don't necessarily always go off of the tomato score, but the audience score does help. I mean, it's not Rotten Tomatoes. It gives perspective. It's on the Rotten Tomatoes website, so on it, therefore. Yeah. Honestly... The way I feel is, if a movie looks interesting to you... I'm going to see it, yeah. Go see it. Check it out. Don't worry about what somebody else says. And if you do, then go and get your own opinion about it. Stop being, well, this person said this, or this person said that. Oh, the E. Roberts and E. whatever the hell said. Oh, no, two thumbs down, you know. No. If the movie seems interesting, go see it. By far the greatest quality about being a human being is being able to make decisions for yourself. So instead of basing your opinions on what people you like or respect think, you should take a grain of salt and uh, maybe actually just try living your own life. I mean, because look, I've still yet to see fucking Human Centipede. And everybody raved about that fucking movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I haven't seen okay. it either, but I saw the South Park episode that comments heavily on it, <laughs> and I feel that I am satisfied with my stat, like my my I've information it. about it. You've you've never seen it either. You no. don't have a I'm the only one that's seen it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a lot of ass to mouth is all it is. So <laughs> let me get this straight. But you that's won't, also you like won't you, diver- see, you, you won't diversify your game library, but you'll sit and watch. <laughs> Human centipede. Damn straight, because he's not diversifying that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, I think we're just going to wrap it up. Yep. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. Love you, Mike. Love you too. <laughs>